morning. Okay, being that this is a Hemshech from Shavuos Hemshech that was said and delivered, uh, what is it, 109 years ago? Yeah, Tafresh Ayin Beis. So we're coming from Shavuos. Um, so we continue here. We're in the Maimer, the eighth Maimer, Mimana, Pasha Balak. And uh, as I explained in the last, uh, last week, that the Rebbe Rashab is now continuing to develop the idea of Eris Pnimim. After explaining what they are in their Shadish, and Esdesphiris Agnusis, all the way lifting at Simpsum, which I'll reiterate is a Chiddush of Siddis, because when you go on Kisfe Arizal, Alter Rebbe, Tzemach Tzedek, say the Esdesphiris Agnusis from Arizal says it's Atik, the Esdesphiris of Atik, or the Esdesphiris of Akudim. Um, but Chidus Chabad is Machadish, the Esesphiris Agnusis are Lifniat Simpson. Obviously, it's not a stira, because it's all Dargis. So, the Dargis, the Dargis, in the highest level, it's Lifniat Simpson, which is so much Negei, obviously, to the whole theme of a true Agdus, all the way to the highest Dargis, Lifniat Simpson. Which, of course, explains why there is a Lifniat Simpson in the first place. The Abisha doesn't need it. And if we have no access to it, what's the point? So you have to say that soft goes soft, we will have access. That's through Aveda, we can reach that, Madrega. So that covered the last, uh, I would say, 10 chapters probably, even more. Then we went into now, and we already reviewed the next piece of the Hemshech, which is coming from a new series of Maimorim, as I mentioned as well. And it's important to Halkop that everything in Ayin Beis is based on Chassidus from before. The Rebbe Rashab obviously adds plenty of chidushim and esophis, and also the connections. But literally, if you can, if someone want to make a structure of Ayin Beis, you can actually trace every few Maimorim to either the Alter Rebbe, the Mitla Rebbe, the Samach Tzedek, the Rebbe Marash, and sometimes a combination of all of them. So the Rebbe Rashab is literally taking sugi by sugi and connecting them. So what's the next sugi? The next sugi will call the Gimel Eid, Targis Be'er. The three levels in Eir. The three levels are the air the Besharshe, the Esospheris Agnusis, that's level one. That's Kamuvin, the Eris, the Spheris are there in a level of Pshitis Legamri. In other words, you can't identify them as any structure, as we elaborated by Riches. The second level is as, as they are Acherat Simpson. That's the second level. I'm looking now in chapter, I'm just going over Pedichov test. The second level. Um, so the first level he calls Sharshe Edis Haklulim the Edis of Kaidimat Simpson. This is Antu Chad, the Lashon of Pasach that we say every Friday from Tikkunizer. Antu Chad. So Ime Yesem Eser Harim Bchinis Chad Mamish. That's level one. The second level, which he also covers in Pedichov Tes, is Galus Edis Misharsham. Liyashem Bchinis Gilei Helam. So Agam Shem Bchinis Miut Harim Bchinis Pshitus. So even though we learned that the Kav compared to the Eir, the Eir, the Sviris after the Tzimtzum compared to the Sviris lifting that Tzimtzum are only B'derech Miut, not B'derech Siluk, but still, it's, it's, it's Miut is significant enough to give it some type of Metzius. And this you say, Eser Sviris Blima. Chakim v'lei b'chach miyadiyya. So Antur Chad v'lei b'chush, that's the first level. Chakim v'lei b'chach miyadiyya means it's Chakim, 
but not in a knowable Chochmah. You can't say that about Antuchad. By Antuchad, what Meir, what dominates is Achdus Hashem. Now, but then Achdus Hashem wants to have the spheres, like we learned in the Rebbe's letter then. Like the Evet Poshut, it's not negating the difference between uh, a Mitzvah Sesa Daraisa mm-hmm. or Digdu Kalsu Divrei Safrim, because that's the Ratzon HaMelech or the Ratzon HaOdin. That's what the Ratzon is. So, but the Ratzon HaShem, there's no difference between a Prat and a Klal. What dominates there is Ratzon HaShem in Aved. In the in the scholars saying it's the kantuchad, so that's two levels. And chapter Lamed, Perik Lamed, the Rebbe Rashab continues and says this is now. And you see the importance. Of what he's going to do now is not just explain it; it's going to explain where we find it. First of all, we found it in Paschalio, so you have a mocker. It's not just a theory. And secondly, where is it Naved? So he's going to bring now the two badregas, which is of course a isbonus and fila, hamelach hamrum levade maoz. Says these are the two madrigas. Hamelach hamerumim levade maoz is referring to the first level of air. The pirush hamelach hamerumim shamerumim manusa beetzim maoz ene shaych leelam is klal. The zel levade the zehu levade pchinus hu levade hu kamei venizgu vavay levade. And he brings now a bunch of the shenis from uh, from from basically shenis atfila that come from tilim or from other places. The um, vrayomim that all are d- telling you what Madrege is. So when Chassidim, of course, hear this or learn this, they understand when they're davening, that's what they're mechavim, when they're, when they're thinking about that Madrege. So that's level one. So, so that is Malchus Ein Sov K'mosh Simpson. Okay, level two. Um, I'm not going to go through all the details here. I'm just going to jump to the level two. Second level is a mesnasim. Masha Omer mesnasim eselam who by a commercial babagili. This lab is became avocadim shem eslabishadai. This is level two because now you're saying mesnasim eselam. You're not saying it's nasus beetzem. When you say merumim lavade, means he's merumim beetzem. Makes no difference if there's anyone else. It's like the melech bechadre pnim in his inner sanctum. It's not negay that he's that there's sodim or there's a mishnah lamelech or anything like that. Melech is be'etzem merumem. He's be'etzem l'mayla from everything. As soon as you say misnasi meselam, you meselam. You're saying el fi'erech meselam. That's how the melech comes already out of the arm, and he's also merumem. Shichme mayla gavei mekolam. He's still he's also exalted them above. But now you're considering it el fi'erech ha'am or the sorry ha'meluche. So now you're seeing the godliness of the melech be'erech to others. So Mishnasa Meselam says, "Who be Irkmesh Babi?" It's not Mislabish yet because it's still Reimamus. It's still Reimamus Hamelach. The Bchinus who ain't Bchinus Hamrum Levade. It's not Levade. And Bchinus Reimamus Atzmi Machashav Kara Babi Gili. Li is Bchinus Mokela Eres the Esses Firus. But still, I'm calling Mokem Emer Alzev. I'm Mishnasi Meselam. Li is She Eres Selam. I'm Gam Kim Blima. So it's still Mishnasa. The Meselam, of course, refers to the Meselam like the Firus. So, it's, so on one hand, it's still higher than existence, but it's already the fiyerach. I'm sasman b'chinesi meselam shahen yemen dezov v'yemen deses fiyers that sells b'chlaw. Okay. So just to explain a bit more, it's, I mean, it's not that it, it's a, it, what, why is in the gate to us to know these two levels of shalei be'erach? One that the melech has used batzmuse, and the other as. He is the Ferech. So, I mean, it, it, you probably have learned this or heard the Yurim. In general, our relationship with the Ebishter is uh, an, an all the Ferech. When we say every day in Davening, 
נשמע כמה פעם במשרי, ואהבת שם על ככה, בכל ואופך, בכל נפשך, בכל מידך. So if you ever wonder, I mean, this talks about what's the difference, the mother talks about the difference in Levofcha and Avshcha Maidecha. But what, is, what does it really mean? You know, I'm not going to ask you what your kavonos are when you say Shema, but what is, what's the difference between them, Poshet Praktish, and practical level? Something that you, every person could understand, you can explain even to a child. I mean, say this is with full, or your whole, all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might, you know, Komomoycha, whatever, however you translate Maid. So in simple English, it really comes down to that there's a bigger question here. How do you have Avas Hashem Bechla? You know, some people ask, how could you love something you don't see? You can love something you see. You can love your spouse, you can love your children, you can love Avtarecha Kamecha. But what is this Avtarecha Hashem Bechla? What are you loving exactly? It's a, it's a close kasha. Um, and uh, anybody wants to venture to suggest something? What does it mean to love the Ebesh? Pashto won't ask you. I don't want to have the loving a taiva, fine. A taiva is heter. That we understand. But even a love, like I said, Avis Mishpacha, Avis. What's going on? Okay. How would you explain? What does it mean, Avis Hashem? Anybody? Pashto practice. Someone asks you, I ask you, I'll meet you in the street. I say, what does it mean to love God? It's not just something that's all part of our lives. The Ebesh is. You see him involved in your life, you think about him, etc. So, uh, but why is that called Okay, you're satisfied with that? So the Gemara says that the difference in Shema and Vayim Shemaya is a Kabbalah Seel, Mach Shemayim, Kabbalah Seel Mitzvahs. Right? Like we say, uh, the Mechilta says before the Eden, when we Kabbalah the Teir, the Ebesh said, Kabbalah Machusei, Vachikach, Kabbalah Zereisei. So that would be the difference between accepting what the Ebesh wants us to do, where there you could say, uh, is it an Indian of Ava or is it an Indian of Moraveda or Kiyom Ha? So basically, you accept the Abish has said, These are my Xeris, Xeresai or Kabels El Mitzvahs, like we say in Takavahim Shemaya. We say, Lamadam, Shenantam, Lubonecho, Hoyelite Tophis, Benanech, Saftam, Zuzis. So it's Mitzvahs. And Shema doesn't mention any Mitzvah. So Shema is just recognizing and accepting the Abish to himself. So in a Moshal Gashmi, if you care about someone, you love someone, is it just that you do what they ask you to do? Or do you actually have an avid to them? An avid to them, but mainly you do what they ask you to do, which is what the Ebishter wanted. That's why the Ebishter said first, because if you don't accept me, I don't know how much you're going to accept what I ask you to do. So that acceptance is really what ava means. So ava, everyone touches love. To love someone, as opposed to, let's say, Yira. So Yira Hashem is more awe, that you respect David to his distance from you, he's beyond you. Uh, Av is more a Kiruv, Lashon Kiruv. Now, Kimuvan, you can't compare Mamish to Av Gashmis, but we do. Shira Shirim is written as a Moshal for the Av between Knesset Sisron and Kodesh So we do use Mishalom Gashmim in a whole Sefer Shira Shirim, all speaks very Gashmizdik, 
about Ava, you have to be mafshetit from the from the gashmiusam, from the literal, and understand it being a relationship, and everything there is like a ruchnizdik relationship. So, for example, when it says when aditi lechoshama, that Moshe was told come to the Mishkan, when aditi lechoshama. So, you know, the word neaditi comes from yud. Yud is marriage, more than marriage; it's intimacy. And it's interesting of all the lashenas the the Taylor uses neaditi. It comes from the word moyed, meeting place, but it also has the word yud, like yud, amo yivriya, yud, yud, amo yud, it's a marriage. So why would the Taylor use that connection? So the truth is, if you go back to the etzaminion of Adam Yoda as Chava, as Altareb explains, Yodam Lash and Hiskashus, that the real meaning of Yoda is really Hiskashus and Hiskabus, it's intimacy. Over then, we, Mugushim Dika people, the only way we understand it is in the context of like sexual intimacy. But the truth is, Bimsharshe doesn't have any of that, anything negative about it, anything inappropriate. It's all Adrab. It's the highest level of connection. So the Abishu didn't just want us to have a connection to him through what he asks us to do. He wants to have that, the Ava connection. So there's Ava Sashem to the Eden. I have to ask him, Hashem, there's Avis Hashem we have, I have to Hashem So the truth is, it does need to be explained what it means. And that's why Chassidus is Maidachanet. And one of the one of the letters, but well, there's more than one, when, the, when people ask the Rebbe sometimes, why do you need to learn Chassidus? So the Rebbe said, without Chassidus, you can't explain mitzvah of Hashem Hashem, for that matter, Yiris Hashem. Yiris Hashem, you could explain a little more. Because everyone understands, you know, Pachad, Yiris HaRetzua, Yiris HaEnish, so you're afraid of God, so you're going to follow his guidelines. You know, it's very, like almost an authority. Well, how do you explain Avis Hashem? So the Rebbe says, without Chassidus, you can't explain. Like the Rambam writes, Why Why does the Rambam say that? Why can't you just love God? God created you, and that's that, like you said. Because it's beyond us. You can't love something that's completely, they have no connection with. So when you misbeinen, the godless abeda. Uh, like you mentioned as well, that God created us and Abishta sustains us, Hazon Sakel and so on and so forth. So there you can you say, ah, even though I don't see the Abishta, but I see how he, the life he gives me. So we may like later we're going to learn in uh, Naim Bey is going to say, because Chayehu Chayecha. Since the Abishta is Chayecha, so you love something where you get your life from. Now, is this a Ava Tliyabedavar or ulterior motive? Even if it is, but still Avis Hashem is better than Avis Atzme or Avis Elam. I mean, Avis Elam, not in Avis Hashem. I mean, loving Gashmias. So that's for Haftas Hashem Alekech. I mean, then there's Agav, I should mention the Magid Shaila. How could you love? How could you give a mitzvah to love something? You know, mitzvah, you can't have a mitzvah in the Hergish. You can be mitzvah someone to do something. How could you, if you don't feel, you don't feel. Because someone's going to command you. Love something that you don't feel you love. So he answers the same idea. The mitzvahs on these bonus. So then Chassidus has the question. So should Sasei v'haftas Hashem lekecha? Should say this benin v'Hashem lekecha? That's the mitzvah. His bonus. So Chassidus answers that his bonus will b'derech memela bring av. It's not two steps. So his bonus really means his bonus is just a, is just a, essentially a hechsher mitzvah, if you wish. Of Avas of Avas Hashem, and therefore the mitzvah is on Ava. And as bonus, just the way you do it, just like you say the mitzvah is to keep Shabbos. 
How do you keep Shabbos? So there's a bunch of ways. How do you keep? So his bonus is only a prat in the um, That's the the clause how it's explained. But then comes this question. Fine. So that's a connection to Hashem and Ava on our terms. You know, I breathe oxygen. I wake up in the morning. I say, You make other baruchas. Basically, every one of them is kfufim. Uh, all the Lashanas there are all things that the Abishta does for us. So in other words, your Ava is connected with the Abishta does for you. So is that Ava Sashem is Sachakal what the Abishta does for us? So he fills, he feeds us. So we say Azon Sakel, we have Birchis Hanenin, and Birchis Abrichisa, we say Brabas, Amitzilach Minaris, Bedamina Mizenis, Bedamina Aids, etc. So it's all based on something that he did for us. So this explains that no, the Ebishta wants an Ava that's not just on the level of us, the Ebishta as he relates to us. Like when we say, Hashem Elekecha, that's level one. We want, he wants also Avas Hashem, Avaya. And not only Avaya, Anoichi. What does that mean? That you should learn to love the Ebishta not just on Bechol Levavcha, which is more Levavcha, Lufiyarech, which your Lev relates to, but also Nafshacha. That you're relating also to the Ebishter that's beyond. In other words, the Ebishter is not mugbul and not mugder in serving you. So a person who's misbeinen on this says, one second, okay, I thank the Ebishter for giving me life and giving me health and bonachayim zayn and all the good tzach. But then I come to the, then I think about it, that's the whole thing, the Ebishter came here to just serve me. The movement, that's not the case. So then you start developing a deeper love. I want to know what the Ebishter is like on his own. If I love someone, I don't just want to love the part that they do something for me. I want to love them for what they are, who they are. So now, Kabul Machuse, that's a higher Madregas, and now you want to go to a place where the Lakus is not a Fiyarechu. So that's level two. And level three, and Bechol is three levels, even though they're obviously in soft levels. The third level is the Abish is not even Mugdir in being not Mugdir. In other words, to say the Ebers is not the Erechtos is also a Hagdara. So Misnasi Meseilam is Taka Heche, then we're going to learn the third level of the Sphiris in the Edis in the Kalim, because it's not Lefiyerecha Elam, but it's Misnasa, but it's still Misnasi Meseilam. It's still somewhat a relationship. You just say it's Menusa, it's Merumam from the from El, from Elamus, from our our existence. So then comes level three. I mean, here he goes level from Mamad Lamat. I'm going Mamad Lamat. Goes Mamad Lamat. The highest level is Hamelach Amarumim Levade Maoz. That the Ebrist is in Ganshin Shalei Be'erech, even Shalei Be'erech, his Shalei Be'erech to us. So that is Mechom Ba'etchah. So basically, and this is not the only explanation, I'm just giving one. That so then when you say you're really referring to right there these three madrigs. Now why doesn't he bring those three here? You'll see, I'll bring them later, but it'll be in a lower madrega. But but etzma inyan is it's I just wanted to make it a little more tangible. And wherever you look in Yiddishkeit and Tater Mitzvahs, even in Nigla, you're gonna find these three levels. Because there's always gonna be what's the fear of us. What's the fear of the Ebishter? And what's a place that's Lamaila Mishneim? In the Lashon Achsidus that you may be familiar with, Mamalachalam, Masevachalam, and Anatomus. Here he's using, he's going to say, Yeshlemer, 
that these two levels are Atik and Arich. And then we're going to get to the third level. So the truth is, the number three is in so many different places, and the, the, the Rebbe brings it very often. Sometimes he refers to it. I remember once in a Hadran, the Rebbe said, uh, what year was it? Um, I think it was Chof of, uh, maybe, Chof of of Tisha, I don't remember which, but it was the early Lamed. I remember it because, actually, no, my mistake. No, 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 no. I think it was Vov Tishrei Chof of the Mems, Memhei maybe. Because I remember it, because when we were writing the Anocha, the Rebbe said something, but he never finished the sentence, so to speak. The Rebbe made a siyum on uh, which Masechta I don't remember either. I just remember what the Rebbe didn't say. I remember what the Rebbe did say. Okay, it'll come to me in a minute. The Rebbe made, he asked a bunch of kashas on a Gemara. What Masechta was it? Yuma maybe. Anyway, but the Rebbe then said, Yes, a little hoven calls out, he said, to Fashtain, Yes, la hagdim, a kola teira kula shtotzaches in dreizach. That the kola teira has three things. And the Rebbe never went back to three. At the end of the Hadran, he said, Those are the dreizach and from a mala save of an atzmus. That I remember. And we never were able to figure it out. I don't remember if we wrote to the Rebbe or not. I don't think so. But, um, the bottom line is, I remember that Agdoma the Rebbe said, the Gansen Zach, Shlotzachis, and Dreizach, and then he said, Malasevatim. But the way the Rebbe said it, you could see that when you have that big, big, the big picture, you know, the bird's eye view, so to speak, of Tera, it's like we don't talk about the Ragged Shover, the Kola Tera, it translates in Poyol, Pula, and Nifl, or Rabchaim is Kavr and Chefze. So there's a certain thing of making a Klaal that takes and understands Kola Tera in this way. And if you look at these three levels, even though here they're talking about in very deep in Asius Achsidus, but essentially it comes down to three relationships with the Eibushter. One Lefiera Chos, one Lefiera Eibushter, and one that's beyond both, that actually unites the two. So you have total Achsidus. Now, Mitzidei Nu, we can't try, we can't jump to level two if you don't have level one. You know, there's always an Eisrotzen or something like that. But when we say Aveda, Pitam Vedaz, that's level one. When you say Aveda, that's Lamaila Matamadas, that's level two. And level three is like that rare, like you could say, maybe of Yom Kippur, Yechida. So basically, it would be like Laran, Chaya, and Yechida. Chaya, Yechida correspond to Adichanatik. So wherever you go, you're going to find these three things. So this is not just a, the Rebbe Rashab just be a Maidach here about three Madregas. It's actually three Madregas in every Indian in Tera. So with that said, I'll go continue. He says, so, which of course is a chidush from the Rebbe Rashab, that these two levels that we're talking about, we, we still haven't covered level three, the lowest level. Our Bechlal, he says, that's Atik and Arich. And here you see the Esesriyas and Bechinis Atik Da'ak. Oh, no, 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 no. That means Atik Da'ak is actually above the Tzimtzum, Lifnead Tzimtzum. Yeah, because he's talking Atik Bechlalus now. Not the Atik that we usually refer to Atik and Arach of Keser of Atzilis. He's talking about Atzilis the Klolos. You're familiar with Atzilis the Klolos. I think we spoke about this, yeah? The Bechlal, the whole Seder, Shtalshus, Shtalshus, and Klolos, Protis, Nemro, like. So you have the Elam is Beprotis, Atzilis, Biri, Atzilis, and then there's Elam is Beklolos. Atzilis the Klolos is Lifniat Simpson. Briya the Klolos is, is Ak. And Yetzirah the Klolos is either Atik and Arach or Akudim. 
And it's a seer the closest, a tzilas bri, a tzilas the protis. So they basically, it's like microcosm, microcosm, like Elam Kartenzel, Odom Alderach, that everything in the big scale also is on a smaller scale. So he says, Atik Bechlau of Ak, which is Lifnat Simpson, that's the level of Hamelech Hamrum Levade, no Oz, that's Lifnat. Then Achrat Simpson is Arich, the Klolus, which is Mokulas Asuris, but it's Meruma Menusamahem. So Bechlolus calls out by Erishem Pchinus Pritus. Okay. Now, Amadrega Gimel. Let's go now to the third level. Amadrega Gimel. So in simple English, what I just said before, now it's a lakus that mispashit and mislabish and kalim the fiyah kalim. Who are the kalim sof kosof? In in brat batish aces, it's us. Kemuvani means here the kalim of atzilus. So still, technically, it's not yet. We say us, meaning the neshama beguf lamato beelam hazar gashmi. But the fierach in Inyan, now it's a lakuz that mislabish and kill. Now you have chesed, era chesed, beklea chesed. And he's going to make it very clear that this is not beifem makif, beifem pnimi. It's not like uh, the colored, uh, like uh, the shape, colorless uh, liquid. He's going to say in a minute, uh, colorless liquid in, in colored glasses. It's mislabish, bekelim, shaboyim, chins, tfisa, vislapsus, mamish, bekelim. Tfisa means that it's defined by. Like Eir Shemesh, for example, is not Erech Tfisa. The sun shines on the world, and not in Tfisa. What I mean? The shine, cause sun, same shine shines on a garbage pile, like on a palace. Because the sun is an Eir Makif, not an Eir Pnimi. Mashenk, in here we're talking Eir Pnimi, Nitfis, Achanasim, Kefim, Husa, Kelim, Shabin, Erech, Klal, Lagabe, Eir. And he goes on to explain, like we talk about the student and a teacher, that this teacher and the student actually understands Hasoge Gashmish Kumei Basoge De Esechel Shavamech Lahasik Hasoge Gashmish Eneberach Hasechel Vasoge Shabenefesh Amaskelitz. So it's Mamish Bislapsus. Okay. Here we go. Veleirak Mashanire Nirim Lefri Hagaven Gaven Hakelim. That the Eid and the Keli is not just that the Keli has, let's say, a color or a shape. You know, like, let's say, like, like, let's take liquid. Liquid doesn't have color. Let's say water doesn't have a color. You put it in a, in a blue glass, it looks blue. Even furthermore, liquid doesn't even have a shape. If you leave Mayim alone, it'll just go everywhere. So the fact that it gets shaped, it's not because the water is shaped. That's not the case here. Here he says, Now this was said already earlier. But he's making the point here because this is what distinguishes it from the first two levels. The first two levels, as even level two, that's misnasim imeseilom, is still is still misnasim. It's beremamus. It's not bislapshus and kelim. Here you're talking that bislapshus mamish. It's a little similar. The Rebbe, I mean, many sikhs talks about when he says imeyanechi b'tzara, the ebrus to golu imam, golu leedem shchini imam. Shafti, what's the portion in Russian and Sovim? What's the portion of Shvusam? Shavasti is Shvusam. Shavasti is Shvusam. So that the Gemara says, Now, what does that mean exactly? When the Shekhinah went to Golos, Shekhinah to Begalusa, 
Abish does not shaft it. We even say Rashbi. The Shomas like Rashbi, not, not, uh, the Churban didn't affect them. So the Vat is Kavyochel. Kavyochel, the Abish has a slapshus in, in Elamus, like the Rebbe brings from the Halacha where it says, Maglin Rabbi Imei. When a Talmud has to end up in, in Miklat, so Maglin Rabbi Imei, because the Rav has a connection, a, a primitic connection with his Talmud. So he goes into Golis with his Talmud. So Kavyochel, it's a form of Islapsus and Tfisa. I mean, that's in a negative way, but it's also a positive. It means the Abish in some ways with us, even in our Matzav. He's not aloof and removed. Yes, there's the higher Dargis and Elokus that are not affected by what's going on below. So bottom line is here, the Edis are in the Kalim. Kemuv, and he's not talking about Golas here. He's I'm just using that as a strong example. So he says now like this. Okay. The Rebbe Rashab afterwards qualifies a bit because at the end of the day, we said that even when the Eidus are in the Kalim, there's still Iskalus. So to say the Eidus are completely nitvis in the Kalim is not a, a completely accurate either. You have to say it's in the Kalim, but it still maintains an element of Elokus, and therefore is Iskalus of Achlifa, Dechtayu, Chesed, and Gvura can be exchanged and so on. Because it's still, it's still in a state of bitl. No one is suggesting because the Eidus are in the Kalim that Chaz Vashon is a lack of bit. Remember, in Atzilus, it's Iyu V'chayu Echad, Iyu V'gamu Echad. Everything is godly. So that's just a qualification. But the bottom line is, we have the three levels. Let me see how he finishes this. Okay, so if the, so what is it in Pesach If the first level is Antuchad and the second level is Chakim V'lei B'chach Miyadiyah, he says the third level is unto the koshilon miyachilon. Now we're talking about a level where you already have spheres. And now it's a level that you bind and unite them. The spheres are all connected now. So that's the third level. Antu chad is the highest level. Everything is chad. Second level is chakim, but not because it's higher than chachm as we know it. But it's a shadish of chachm. And now we're talking, it's already in spheres, it's real chachm. But it's in a form that all the spirits communicate with each other and connect and are united with one another. Like he said, at the end of the bitl. Okay, you need the Aurelian for the bitl. Now, does he say what this is in spirits? Okay, of course. So now we're talking about the essence spirits themselves. Atik is level one, Arik is level two, and now the spirits premium. Is level three okay? Good. You have any questions on this part? Okay, if that's the case, now in the next page, Lamed Aleph, he connects it to actually something that uh, is brought in the Chachilchus Edevin and so on, even though he's not going to connect it to the Halachas, but you can learn from this a lot of Vinyanim also, even in measurements. And shiurim and so on. So there's the concept of an akud shatach. As I said before, remember this: these three dargis are going to be found everywhere. So now he's talking about an akud shatach. He says, shatach. Simply put, even in mathematics, lahavdil chokmus achesben, it begins the first thing when you learn, especially geometry. 
which you learn is the following, that uh, to understand existence, space, mokim. How is mokim defined? So we know there's erech and rechev and geva, length, width, and depth. Any three-dimensional thing like this, so you have the length of it, you have the width of it, and then you have the depth. Um, but before you get to the erech and rechev, you have to have an akuda that begins the whole thing. So in mathematics, and the same thing in uh, Kabbalah, and in, as I said also in Halacha, there's the, before you begin anything, you start with a nukut. Everything starts with a dot. You can't begin creating anything or drawing anything without a point of beginning, a beginning point. So the first thing is called a dot. Um, talk about that in a moment more. The next is from the dot, you make a line. So that's a kav. So in, uh, in English, it's called a, a point. A line, and then comes a shetach. Shetach in English is a plane, many lines. Because a dot is just, as we're going to learn, a dot does not take for smokim. A dot is just a dot. It's like a yud. The vov is a line. It's a kav. But one line, you still don't have rechav. You only have erech. So to have rechav, you need to have erech and rechav means a, a plane, means a space where you have many lines. So many lines, now you have a box, or you have a rectangle, or you have a triangle, but you have a space. And this is like the basics, the first thing anyone learns in architecture here, you have a room we're sitting in right now. Or you go to the Mishkin, the Midas Mishkin, the Midas HaMikdash, it talks all about this. It talks about the length, the Erech, the Amas Rechev, the Amas Rechev, Negeva at times. But it all begins in a kudah, and then comes a kav and a shetach. In letters of the Ebrister's name, it's yud, vav, and hey. So the yud becomes a vav. Without a yud, you can't have a vav. And without a vav, you can't have a hey. So the hey is already his pastus. Three vavs, essentially. Three lines. Three kavim. So everything begins in that way. In the same way as the Ebrister created the world in that way. Everything started with a nekudah. Everything was nekudah, mtsois, and nekudah. And that Nakuda then was Nimshach, that's going to be the Kav. The Kav is a Kav, Dak Aruch. And then the Kav is going to be Mispashet and create a Rechev, which will then create the structure of all of Ishtalshlus. So really what he's doing now, if you put a headline to this, would be what is the, the dynamic, the structure, the infrastructure of Kol Seyed Ishtalshlus, of everything in existence. Everything has Nakuda Kav Shetach. Even when we say, so what does the Gemara say? So there you have right there levels. We're going to learn about it later. But essentially, what the Rebbe Rashab is doing now is going to explain how the existence itself that we know, which is based on Zman and Mokim. It's going to talk about Zman later. Now we're talking about Mokim. The Kudika is based on a structure. And that's the kavon is to connect that structure to godliness, to elikus. So basically, the yichud of mokim is man and mokim to elikus. But so, so let's go over what this nekud de kav shetach is. Okay. So I'm going to just read inside a few lashenis here. The nekud de b'chinas atzmi shalamay ladaim b'chinas hamshocha v'gili. Ukumay nekud is yud sheim ba adain spashus erev v'rechav. So a yud, 
Even though on a Sefer Teda, Yud is not just a dot, it has substance, there's a body to the Yud, but the etzaminion of a Yud is really a Nekudah. Now, the interesting thing about a Nekudah, when you make a dot on a piece of paper, is that a real Nekudah? Because no, because a dot, it may be uh, microscopic, but it's still the Tefus Mokim. The truth is a Nekudah, both in mathematics and in halacha, actually does not take for smoking. So I remember, if I may bring from Chatos uh, Animaskir, if it's called Chatosi, maybe, when I went to Temchit Mimim. So I was one of those that was Zechit to go to high school. Or maybe not Zechit, whatever you want to call it. Al Kapon, we studied mathematics. And I remember the first class in geometry, uh, the math teacher, who was in Ocean Parkway, Mr. Sher. So he said to us, I'm going to tell you something right now, which is the basis of all mathematics, but it doesn't make any sense. I never forgot that. So I remember later asking if it doesn't make sense. So why we he said it doesn't make sense, but this is but that's the way we all understand. Now he was not a he was a he was a Fumid, but he wasn't a limitator really. He was a mathematics teacher. And he told us exactly this. When I learned it the first time in Iron Bays, I remember right away that class. So he said that everything in space has point, point, a line. And a plane. But here's the here's the pillow. A cav always has a measure. Like if I make a line, is it one inch? It could be five inches, it could be ten feet, it could be one arm, it could be hundred arms. That's what a cav is. So it has a measure, it has a tchilov. That's what the definition of a cav is. And a kuda is not tape for smoking. And so basically it says a cav cannot exist without nakudas. But how many nukudas are there in a kav? So in math, I mean, I should say first in Tata, but then in math, they says ain't so infinite amount of points in a line. And here's the biggest pella. Whether it's a line or it's one inch or a million miles, it's all infinite points. There's no levels in infinity. It's all infinite because a nukudah does not take for smoke. So what is a nukudah then? A nukudah really is more of an imaginary concept. It's not, it doesn't exist, a real nukudah. Because everything in existence is tape for smoking. If I right now made for you, or let's say, a, a, you know, you braid, let's say, a, a, a rope. So it began with a nakuda, but the nakuda has tape for smoking, and then you extend it, then it becomes a rope, uh, a kav. But but etzim in halacha, a nakuda is not tape for smoking. And yet from the nakudas will become a kav. It's not really the theme here in Ayin Beis to understand this pella, but, it does, but he basically says it. So you ask, so what does that mean exactly? So I'm sure you learned the sugius of uh, Ben Ashmoshus, let's say, or Keren Zovis. So Keren Zovis is, a, is the gay in Allah. So in Allah is, is when, you know, we talk about, let's say, where two properties meet. The place they actually meet, who does it belong to? This one or that one? So what the question is whether Keren Zovis is Tefus Mokim or not. So there's actually different opinions. Same thing with Ben Ashmoshus. There's actually three opinions. Bein Hashmoshes, is, is it a real Zman? Or is it Bein Hashmoshes, simply where Bike, where, where Ye meets Laila? So there's one day that says it's not Tefus Mokimah. There's no such thing as Bein Hashmoshes. It's the end of Yem and the beginning of Laila where they meet. That's Bein Hashmoshes. Then there's an opinion that it's Chetzi Yem, Chetzi Laila. Chetzi, Ma'urvuv, like Baravuvia. And then there's another opinion that it's a, that it's a mitzvah. It's a third mitzvah altogether. The Rebbe brings it from the Nagar Shavu and other places. And again, halachas. 
It's negate halachas when if a child is born ben Ashmoshes, when is the bris? Let's say someone's born ben Ashmoshes Friday. Uh, I have a nephew that was born ben Ashmoshes Friday. So is, is the bris, which is Shabbos, Dechel, Shabbos, or not? So ben Ashmoshes, it belongs partially to Friday, then it's not Dechel. If it if it's doesn't take for smoking, it is Dechel. In other words, the question is, what kind of man is that? The same thing is in Kerem Zovis, a corner where two things meet. Is it a combination of both line, of both the, both the, the, the two different places that meet? Or is it a non mitzvah or is it a, third, a new mitzvah? So that's a stickle dogma for the like the day that it's not a mitzvah. So it exists as a concept of a Kerem Zovis. You know, you go to any corner of a room, the two walls meet. But the question is, does any does it have any is any get the mockum here? So my point being is that the Nukuda in this context, the Nukuda, like he says, he says these words, right? The truth is in Ruchnius, it's a lot easier to understand than in Gashmas. Because in Ruchnius, you could say the Abish to create a Nukuda that is the beginning of Kol Sedishtaus, and he hasn't yet given it a body. So to speak. So it doesn't yet have erech or rechev. The math in Gashmi is a little harder to uh, relate to, but nevertheless, as I said, in math, in secular mathematics, you look it up, a point has no, does not occupy space. Okay. So he says, the milui. Remember, every letter in Hebrew alphabet has a milui. Yud. When you write it, it's just a dot. But when you write it, when you spell, when you say it, you say yud. Yud means Yud Vov Dalet. So that's the Mili. So he says the Vov Dalet, however, which is the Erech and Rechev, Hakolhu Behelem Adayin. Because when you say, when you when you make the, the Nukuda, you don't see the Vov Dalet. It's Behelem. Behelem is there. And Bekeach. Hakol Bechin Skulav Abchin Pshitas Adayin. Then he goes and explains the Kav, who Bechin Samshacha Begili, but it's still Amshacha Hiyuli Sadayin, because it is a Kav. So now there's Eidach, there's absolutely Eidach, so there's a Mailomato. The Kav on top is higher, the Kav below is lower. And then could you, there's no Mailomato. You can't, where's, there's no top and no bottom in Anukud, it's like a dot. And we're not talking again about the Kates Yishal Yud, the Kates Lamailo, the Kates Lamato, we're talking about the Etzim Yud. So I'm, So the word Yuli. I'll just repeat, I think we talked about it. Hiyuli is a word that's hard to translate, actually, because it doesn't really mean keyach and pale. Hiyuli is deeper than keyach. Keyach means potential, and pale means actual. When the Beishame goes poser keyach, they seal poser pale, so it means potential and actual. Hiyuli is like a deeper level in potential. I don't want to go into it right now in detail, but Bekitzer, the Kav, even though there's Eirech, but it's still Pshittis, Okay. Let's see what time it is. Let me just, uh, I'll stop here, but I want to just say that he's going to continue to explain now is that there's two ways to explain this Eirich of the Kav. One is that the Kav is actually Nimshech. I'll explain it next time because it's too much, uh, too many details. So what I'm stopping here is the middle of, the beginning of Pedeklamet Aleph. So it's going to go from the Kud the Kav Shetach because this is going to be the Yisod of what he's going to explain afterwards, the whole, that the whole set, that everything in existence is based on this structure. And this is why Erpinimi is so vital, 
because you can't have a dira b'tachtenim if you don't have tachtenim. And tachtenim is all about zmanu mokim. Protein bones, you, you can't have a nakuda alone, you can't have kav, you need shetach. And a shetach itself, many shetachim. So basically, he's really laying out now that the very, um, say, building blocks or the DNA of existence is nakuda kav and shetach, which relates to the three dargis and air that we, we're speaking about, the eris, the spheres, as they are in the Esosphere Sagnusis, and then in the Eirachet Simpson, and then the Eiris that established in the Kale. Okay. So we shall stop here at the beginning of Peter Klamad Aleph. And I am based. Good. So what's going on with this?